Life moves a million miles a minute. We're now into the hundreds. 101. 101. How exciting. So, it's kind of be interesting. So, last episode obviously was 100. Mm-hmm. So, we spent the entire episode sort of reminiscing, yeah. you know, the, the nostalgia, the throwbacks. That was, a, that was a lot of fun. So, if you listen to that, like, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. That was fun to record and it actually worked. I was kind of nervous that the quality would sort of come out shit in the end. We'd spend two hours and it would just be complete garbage. Oh, <laughs> but funny. no, it came out all right, mm-hmm. I think. I think so, but obviously it wasn't a usual episode, so we actually didn't get to talking about sort of other things that were happening at yeah. that point in time for us, which is, yeah, which is okay. But it's like there was there were some things that I I sort of vaguely have an inkling of at this point now. I was sitting down trying to, uh, yeah, sort of uh, figure out the plan for this particular episode, and like I, I can't exactly remember. They what might just happened. come up when they talk. Maybe we'll just talk ourselves into remembering them. Yeah. So obviously, you know, we had Christmas. Yeah. That was really nice. I hope you had a lovely Christmas. Yeah. Hope you had a very, very nice Christmas. This is the last episode before New Year's as well. Yeah. So, oh. e- even uh, with New Year's, I don't know if we'll post Monday. Oh, yeah. I don't know if we'll be able to. We'll see what happens New Year's Day. Sure. On the Sunday. So, I don't know if we'll have a Monday episode, but definitely Wednesday, Friday, and then it'll just be back to be normal back after that because sure. we're, we're done with the, the sort of public holiday, holiday holidays. periods. Yeah. I'm really excited because we're going to go down to Mornington on New Year's, which will be really lovely. Yeah. So, because we went to, I always remember, I always remember fondly, uh, 2019, we went to Lawn. Mm. That was actually the year that we started doing our New Year's um, yeah, video. Uh, reflection, reflection on the year that was and then and projecting forward our yeah. goals and ambitions for the year that will be. Mm-hmm. And that was in Lawn that we started doing that and that was in 2019 before COVID and we'd just gotten through a whole bunch of shenanigans with, uh, <laughs> with family, family dramas. We were uh, so happy for the year to end. Yeah, life, life upheaval. <laughs> yeah, it was really emotional time. It was mm. like everything changed in both of our lives yeah. in 2019 and then obviously we're like, it's over, it's over, we can let it go, we can finally relax. And, and yeah, and live, 2020 live is like peace. looming over the, over the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> and then a couple of weeks later I'm at work and I hear the inklings of some virus that's spreading out of mainland Lock, China. Lockdowns, and, restrictions. Yeah, it was crazy. But So, I, I know, I always have this uh, appreciation of going down to the beach at New Year's. Mm. And last year we were at Phillip Island. That's right, yeah. So that was really nice. They had a really cool fireworks display there. Yeah, the locals do. really turned it up. Yeah, they do a pretty good job there. It gets yeah. better every year. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, what Mornington has. Mm. I'm, I've never never been there for anything like New Year's Eve before. Ah. I've only been there a handful of times as well. So no, I really like that area. Is it just with me? Oh, no, I've been there like a few times Confidence. before you. Like I've gone through to like Rosebud Rye right. I and just Sorrento through. and stuff, yeah. but I haven't really stopped in Mornington much. Mm. So it was nice to walk around. It's yesterday. a lovely spot. Yeah. yeah, I was expecting it to be more packed, but I think everyone's gone away on holidays and stuff. I think there's people with beach houses and that that are just hanging around. Yeah, probably, probably. Yeah, yeah it's nice. So uh, yeah, we caught up with the doula yesterday. Yeah, which was oh, awesome. She's really cool. Yeah, I'm so happy. She just ah, oh, and oh my gosh, she's just in such alignment with us, and I just feel so held. And just list, heard and respected, and all of the things that you want in someone supporting you emotionally and spiritually through a pregnancy. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> she's epic. Ah, she's really lovely. I, I uh, resonate really well with her as well. So it's nice to have had the first sort of meeting. Now it's kind of underway. 
Yeah. You know, before that, it was kind of. Uh, it was kind of like a, it's like a waiting period. I'm like, yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. When will next Wednesday come? <laughs> Just like faster, faster, faster. It's like, yeah. yeah, we're pregnant, but we haven't, because we're not going and doing any of the scans. We're not going to go and do any of the tests really yeah. at this point. Uh, when we go, when we organize a midwife, we have to get a referral from the doctor. Yeah. And you yeah. already had that preliminary blood test like really early on, just yeah. after we found out. And just have to get a copy of that. Just get a, get a copy of those results. And then pretty much we're off to the midwife and that, that's essentially, that's it. But that's not for another few weeks yet. Yeah. So still got to save up a little bit of the monies. Mm-hmm. But I'm really excited because I have another client. With you my do have another client. Stuff. So saving up the money is might not might not uh, take as long as what I was initially uh, planning it to. Uh, see what happens when you just kind of let go, just let life, just welcome opportunities in. Yeah, uh, it's awesome. Yeah, uh, it's it's funny how it just flows, right? So, the doula yesterday gave me a book called The Way of the Superior Man, mm-hmm. and I started reading it. I read through the first part of it. I was kind of it's a very spiritual book, and it's like spiritual advice for particularly for men, but for the it's more so tailored toward the masculine component of the human being. Mm. So, you can have masculine women, masculine men, uh, feminine women, feminine men, obviously, Uh, you know, heterosexual relationships, homosexual relationships, all that kind of stuff. It's the the advice is predominantly for the masculine element. Uh, Just for simplification's sake, it's for for the masculine element of, you know, men, masculine men. Uh, But it it can be sort of basically for anyone, you know, depending on what their context is sexually and and what their their own sort of uh, makeup is, whether their masculine component rules... And they're a woman or they're a man or, you know, yeah. or they know someone, obviously, they're in a relationship with a yeah. masculine woman or a masculine man. Anyway, that's all really super interesting. And and I went really hard down the, you know, spiritual rabbit hole when I first started really getting into reading uh, when we were first together. Yeah. So, I've read a lot of, you know, Eckhart Tolle, Deepak Chopra, and I, I started sort of thinking about my own kind of spirituality and what it means to me. And that's ultimately where my book, In Wood, was birthed out of that kind of self-exploration. And so, I was kind of, when I'm like, oh, it's, it's another spiritual book. I was expecting it to be very similar to what I've already read. Mm. And there's, there's a lot of elements in it that I, I resonate with, uh, I recognize, I can understand because I've already done all this sort of spiritual stuff. But yeah, but there were some components that I'm like, oh, yeah, love it. Like, that's just, it's something new. Yeah. And it's it, it really is, challenge, it challenges you to kind of be better. And it actually, I felt it somewhat aligned a lot with the sentiments of the characters in, in like, Ayn Rand's Atlas Shrugged, that, yeah. like, just being in love with life yeah. and being so fully yourself and so confidently yourself and comfortably yourself that everything that you do is an expression of your, your own inner purpose, mm-hmm. your own mission, and you're so present with what you are and who you are that everything is, 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 yeah, your, your personal gift to the world type thing. Yeah. And it's like being in love with life like that and not shying away from it, not hesitating away from it. Yeah. And there was a chapter in, or there was a part in, uh, yeah, the, the book so far. And it was, it was basically, it was like, you, you're going to have numerous different purposes. You'll have a mm-hmm. core purpose in life. Yeah. And think about it like a, a circle with concentric circles that are getting smaller and smaller within it. The the smallest circle at the middle is your is your like your your life purpose type thing, mm-hmm. your your inner purpose, your core purpose. Yeah. And then all the circles outside of it are all the other purposes that are somewhat related to it, but they're not quite your purpose. But they're ones that you'll go through and they will take you, they'll take you down the path towards your purpose. Mm. So you'll spend your life sort of, I guess, jumping from purpose to purpose or from from thing that inspires you to thing that inspires you. Mm. And ultimately, you might find yourself at a point where what once upon a time really inspired you and filled you with joy and 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 uh, inspiration no longer does. It's sort of like you've hit a brick wall with it. I mean, we've obviously felt this. 
And what, what once upon a time was like, this is exactly what I want to be doing. All of a sudden, you can't bother doing it. Yeah. It's like the, just the thought of doing it. It doesn't make sense to do it anymore. Yeah. It's pointless. It's taken me away from it. Yeah. I feel I feel better about letting it go than I do about it, holding on to it. Yeah. And so that that'll happen uh, numerous times throughout life. And this this this, uh, this sort of chapter was sort of affirming that that's sort of an inevitability. Yeah. But just because that happens uh, does does not mean that you've sort of failed. Uh, and just because that happens also doesn't mean that you're going to straight away know what the next purpose is, know what to do next. So it says actually, you know, you spend time in sort of uh, self-reflection, in, in sort of meditation think, and, and giving yourself the space essentially for the next thing to come up, okay. for the next purpose to make itself known. Mm. And like that's really interesting because of obviously the position that we're in yeah. and what we've sort of gone through. We've gone through that like leaping from from thing to thing to thing. Yeah. And you know, I wouldn't say that any of it was necessarily our purpose, no. but maybe the overall purpose for us in all that was to actually experience it and experience go through it. it. Yeah. But now it's like when you when you find it, you, it, it's also said when you get the inkling of the next purpose, it's not going to be fully developed. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be a completely crystallized idea with a full, mm. you know, beginning, middle and end point and a, and a definite cause and effect and all that. And you're, you're not going to know all the implications of it straight up, but you'll get an inkling of it and it's like just follow it and see what happens. And then very rapidly it'll snowball and you'll find yourself sort of with all of the, the things that would inhibit you, perhaps once upon a time no longer inhibit you. Yeah. And it, it continues to just build and build and build and build. And you sort of find that the world is almost opening itself up to you in this new I- endeavor. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of able to just flow through. And it was really interesting sort of just reading that. I don't know if I did it any justice at all just then, but okay. I hope you get the point. Yeah. Um, and so with this this financial, this budget thing, I actually started, I got the inkling of doing it when we were in Bacchus Marsh still. This yeah. is back in 2020 mm-hmm. when I'm like, how, when I was still at landscaping, I still at the landscaping job. And I'm like, how can I earn money on the side? Like, how can I start to earn my own sort of passive income on the side? And I was thinking about, turning my way of doing my personal budget spreadsheets into, you know, like an online course. So basically just constructing, uh, you know, videos, a series of videos yeah. that shows how to put the thing, to put spreadsheets together, how to use them, and then, you know, how to populate all the fields and all that sort of stuff. Mm. And it ultimately fizzled out and never went anywhere. But it was a seed, I yeah. think. And then, yeah. Because well, time- you also had to experience the next two years of budgeting. Absolutely, right? <laughs> like I... It was all well and good to be budgeting while I had the income coming in, but then it was also using the exact same system while there yeah. wasn't yeah. and figuring out, yeah, how to move things around and where to put things and how to prioritize and go through everything that I had to learn by having my, my financial security completely taken away yeah. and then continue to utilize that template and yeah. move through it and actually get us through to the point that we're at now. And now you've got more experience. Absolutely, right? So I kind of then started after the baby was announced – <laughs> became known to us <laughs> uh, obviously a lot of things changed for us and and for me i i always wanted to figure out a way that we could become financially independent and obviously have a good financial mindset this is before the baby mm-hmm. so that we could pass it on to our, our children yeah right? so they could start from essentially so we could get ourselves into a really good position mentally yeah. and, and literally financially yeah. Uh, and then we could actually pass all that on to our kids. You know, we're sort of ready. We've we've learned a few things, and we've got something good that we can pass on to the kids. Hang on a sec. Maya's at the door. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Oh. And then obviously the the baby came along, and we. I, I, I'm like, oh my God, I haven't done any of that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ready yet. You're I haven't not done. Prepared. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not financially prepared. And so jumping, jumping straight into it essentially like it kind of completely changed i was doing all the philosophical stuff 
really enjoying it. Like, I absolutely don't regret any of that because it's helped to solidify for me an idea of the world. And I've had some kick-ass conversations at work and some good challenges to my own worldview with it. Mm. And to, to my opinion, it's still the test of time and it stood up to the challenges. <laughs> but anyway, so then my, my uh, focus has sort of shifted towards the financial at this point, obviously. As you can tell if you've listened to the last you know, handful of episodes, and as that's happening, I'm like, it, surely surely there's different ways that I can get into finance and into that sort of world or into helping people with finance. I'm not qualified. I don't have a specific qualification. I don't have any, uh, you know, knowledge in wealth expansion or anything like that. But what do I have? Yeah. And that's kind of part of that mentality or that mindset of what can I actually do now? What am I experienced in now that I can pass on to someone else and help someone else with? What am I an expert in? What am I life qualified in? Yeah, and um, <laughs> yeah, obviously. So then there's this this uh, this spreadsheet thing that I want to I want to actually go somewhere with at this point. I feel like I'm ready to now. You uh, know, I don't know where that would take me. I have no idea, but I just want to follow it through and see what happens. But um, you've opened that opportunity. You've opened that, or you've opened yourself up to that now. And you got the the two guys from work, and now you have another. Yeah, well, when I I so because you've set your mind. When I did this, when I first made it, and I was doing it for myself, I helped our sister in law. Yeah. Uh, with hers, and it was awesome. Like helped a lot, and sort of nothing sort of since then. And then when I decided, okay, this is I'm interested in sort of going forward with this. Mm. Um, a couple of the guy, yeah guys at work, they they were interested, and I was talking about it before I went and helped them with it. And then now, yes, yesterday I got another message from the sister-in-law. So you're, you're for, for for your bro, yeah, to help uh, create something for him. Yeah, and it's just funny. Like it's only a couple of things at this point, but I only mm-hmm. I only made this mindset adjustment, this focus adjustment, a couple of like oh, a week it? or two ago. Yeah. And now all of a sudden I've got, yeah, <laughs> you know, two or three people that have actually come into my life in that meantime, well, you- or have or have entered in this capacity, saying, mm-hmm. "Can you help me and in that's this area?" The law of attraction. Yeah. When you put something out there you want and you're going to align yourself with it and you dedicate, you devote yourself to it, you receive. It comes your way, especially if it's right. You know, for me it wasn't right for a lot of the things, but there was there was so many other things that I've learned from it and I still I don't regret it because I need to know all those things. So you get what you ask for, you get what you put out there. It does come back to you, mm. sometimes very obviously and sometimes not so obviously. Yeah. Yeah, so um, it's just a law of attraction. You're bringing it in. And it's testing because it's, like, it's like, okay, well, if this is what you want here, how do you go about this and then this and then and you just, how about this opportunity? How about this opportunity? And it'll keep, you know, they'll keep coming until, you you know, you'll be like, yeah, actually, yeah, I like it. And you keep doing it and things like something might actually happen from it. Absolutely. I mean, who knows? We'll just see where it goes. I mean, the, the other thing is obviously, so we, we did that course, created that, that creative course. Yeah. Uh, but one of the main roadblocks for us or hurdles for us after it was hey, where do we host it? How, mm. you know, we don't have any money sp- <laughs> you know, spare to put it on a, a course hosting platform. Yep. And well, now now I've got money coming in. So now we're in a different financial position. So I feel as though there's more sort of potential for it to actually go somewhere. So at this point, I probably actually just need to figure out where I would put it and then see how those that, that website or whatever – how they format, how they look to format and host the the, the content itself. Yeah. You know, some some places when we looked them up had, you know, audio only. So obviously yeah. this is going to be a visual, so it can't be that. I need I need MP4. Mm-hmm. Uh, some some was like you had to have a minimum of like four episodes. Yeah. Or some you had to have a minimum of like five hours of content. Yeah. Uh, you needed to have a mixture of uh, video and like homework 
type content as well. So I need to kind of look at where I would host it so that I can actually tailor the content creation to what the website sort of demands. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's what I'm sort of it's looking exciting. at uh, doing over the next yeah period of time to put, put that together and look into it because I'm not only am I really interested in it as a, as a passive income stream, of course, but also just generally being able to be of real service in a way that I can for, for others, right? Because I just see so many, so I just see so many people, I know so many people, the way they go about their finances is just by the seat of their pants. Mm. You know? And it's not to say that I know all about it or I know all the ways. <coughs> I know a way that has worked for me and helped me to structure my expenses and structure my paycheck when it and comes it in. And it's worked for me. It helps to take a lot of the financial stress away. You know, obviously, how much of your paycheck goes towards expenses. So, it's not advice. It's not telling you how to how to use your paycheck. It's just telling you how to approach it into in regard, regarding your expenses. Yeah. So, I'm not telling you what expenses you should or shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. It's not about that at all. It's like, you tell me what your expenses are and let's structure them yeah. according to your paycheck. Yeah. That's it. That's all it is. So and that you can adjust accordingly. So that you great. can you can look at your expenses in total each week and say, okay, this is how big I need my I need my paycheck to be this much. I need this much income mm-hmm. to cover my expenses. And then those decisions ultimately are up to you after that and go, there's too too much of my paycheck goes to expenses. You know, we can say I need more income. I need to figure out another way of, you know, uh, earning income so that I can actually hit my expenses because maybe you earn, maybe your paycheck is less than what your weekly expenses are. So yeah, right. it's just a way of, of seeing your finances black and white in front of you from a weekly perspective. Like I said, I would love to get into the point next, expand into knowing what to do and being able to make those recommendations. But that I feel like is what requires a qualification. Qualification, yeah. Providing a tool for you to structure your weekly expenses uh, in in regarding your paycheck, <clears throat> that doesn't, I don't, I don't see that as needing any sort of qualification besides my like you know, five years of personal experience with it, deep yeah. personal experience with it and prioritizing those expenses too. That's right, yeah. So, and you've changed and chopped and changed them as you went. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So circumstance changes. That's it. So now we have a baby, so there's a baby now on in our budget. Mm. Well, not yet, but we'll be. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, yeah. so, you know, the doula and the midwife. And oh, like everything's going to like change, right? And it's just a matter of knowing how to how, how to budget. Yeah, how if, to adapt. If you know how to basically budget your general expenses, then you'll you'll know you can apply the same principles to anything. If you want to save something, yeah. then it literally the same principle applies. You have a date that you that you have to pay a particular expense by. How many paychecks between now and that date? Mm-hmm. And basically, it's. It's the amount owed by that date divided by how many paychecks you've got. Yep. And there you go. That's what that's what you can do each week. Right? There's other ways to obviously there's other ways to go about it too. Mm. Sometimes you might have a bigger paycheck and you get able to put more away. But from a baseline perspective, as a minimum each week, that's what you should be aiming to put away if you've got a certain, you know, savings target that you've got to hit. Awesome. But essentially it's it's like that, but just applied to every single expense that comes your way. It comes yeah. out of your um your your spending account. Yeah. So anyway. But that's, that's essentially what I'm really looking at going into at this point and doing, like I said, for a passive stream of income, but also to be genuinely helpful in a way that I've learnt has been really beneficial for me and that I can actually pass on to someone else. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not just I can go and do an easy job and mm-hmm. basically provide my labour that anyone can do and, you know, perform <laughs> at that job, right? I want to do something that I've had to work for, yeah. for myself and then pass something that really matters to me on. Mm-hmm. So... That's I'm, I'm really kind of excited to see, yeah, if this goes somewhere and That's I hope weird. it does. Love it. And this is part of, you know, what I was saying before, reading that, reading that, uh, that part That's of the, man. that book, it was kind of, it's come to me sort of as an inkling 
and then it's it's sort of picked up momentum. Mm-hmm. It's crystallized a little bit more in my mind about the, what the idea of it is. And then I've actually had people come into my life asking for it. Yeah. So it's kind of becoming supported more and more by by the reality of the situation. So and the universe always tests you and say, okay, is this what you want? Yeah. And you'll be like, okay, well, let's see. Because you know, I you know, I got commissions, and that, but I knew that's not what I wanted. Mm. But I did ask for it. Like everything that we we went through the last two years, we we asked for it. We asked for growth. We asked for fast, big growth. <laughs> we got it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, be careful what you wish for. Be very. That's why it's very. I really understand that that phrase now. Because <laughs> you, yeah, because you can say, oh, I want, you know, I just, I want the house, or I want this, and you want you. I'm like, okay, well, if you're gonna, if you want it fast, that means the universe is gonna push you. It'll respond in, in exactly that way. And it'll push you and it'll make you speak things. You just got to be ready for it. And, it, and usually, obviously, it happens in ways that you completely yeah, you know, yeah. did not anticipate. Yeah, in hindsight, it was always a great. Um, obviously, you can look back and go, well, I asked for this and I can see how I got exactly that, but it just didn't it. come in the way that I was expecting. Yeah. I was yeah. like, when you're in it, you have no idea. You're like, what is going on? What is going on? It's not working. It's not working. And all of a sudden, you've got it. And you're like, oh, oh. It's kind of like when the baby came yeah. and then the house came and then the, the job came and all the money. It's like, oh, like whiplash. It's like, Everything kind of like stopped. Yeah. Everything just settled. The waters just kind of just went calm all of a sudden. It's like God just all of a sudden just came in and was just like, shh. Yeah. I was like, okay, what's, is that it? What, what do we want now? Why don't we just be really quiet? Yeah. <laughs> and just kind of go with it. And just yeah. sail quietly for a little bit now. Is that is that what, is that what we're doing? <laughs> Until we like hit land and then we're like, okay, let's settle here. <laughs> it's just like a whole new different experience. Whereas before it was like rough, rough seas, you know, we've got, Oh my gosh, we went through, you know, the, how many times did the boat tip over and how many times did we fall off and lose <laughs> lose things and then, you know, we tip the boat back, back up or had to build something new and then figure out our way, navigate using the stars, literally, you know, with the tarot and that, <laughs> yeah. trying to navigate our way back to some kind of land or some kind of mm. something and, yeah, probably not really realising that we were actually doing the right thing. At the time. It was a huge test. Huge test of character and strength and a relationship and a commitment to what we want. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, to get through to where we are now, it's just kind of all right, what are we what are we taking from all that and what can how can I package that and pass it on? Absolutely. So I feel like that's what it really gave me the experience with uh with doing this yeah. and the confidence to be able to say, Yeah, I can Absolutely, I can help you. What's your situation? And uh, let's see, see if we can go from there. So I'm, I'm looking to do the online course and also doing face to face sort of uh, sessions. Love I think that. I'm thinking sort of 120 is the price. Yeah. Uh, for the for that face to face session where we sort of set everything up and go through it all. Yeah. I don't know about because it'll take sort of further sessions as well because you know you don't just get a spreadsheet set up for you and you know you, and, then, and then all of a sudden you remember absolutely everything, everything. about it and you can just go <laughs> forward. You know, you'll make mistakes and you'll forget yeah. how it works and all that kind of stuff. So it will take sort of successive sessions. And I don't know whether or not to have one lump payment at the start that covers all of it yeah. or to have a, so just add like have an initial payment of $50 for each and then maybe exit, like successive. Something like that. Sure. Something like that maybe. <clears throat> well, see how um, – have the boys come back to you to – um, not ask not yet, not yet. Yeah. I asked them about it, and they said there's a few other things they got to set up. So it's just with okay. them. I'll leave it with them. It's not my just, business at this point. No, no, no. That no. I'm just saying if they um, see how many times that yeah. they kind of come back and be like, oh, hang on, this and this. Like if they fiddle with stuff, then you'll yeah. not. You'll have a, an idea of 
how many successive sessions. Yeah, well, that's it. We'll just sort of trial and error, obviously, yeah. research and development. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see right. what happens as it goes. So it's exciting. It's, huh? Yeah, yeah, it should be should be good. So I, I think in the meantime, yeah, I want to try and uh, re- research where I can put content, yeah. and then start to actually create course content, and put that out there on a on a platform. Hopefully, get some visibility, maybe even. Uh, figure out a way to market it online and uh, just just see where it goes from there because it would be a lot of fun. And the doula also recommended a financial advisor. So I'm really excited about following that up and seeing where that goes because she seems to align very much with us. She's got a a very – I because we've mentioned – I know you put out there on Instagram and I think we've probably spoken about it on the podcast. Now that this is where we're sort of headed, we're trying to become more financially savvy Mm -hmm. with – you know, in terms of acquiring assets and growing our wealth and things like that. We're obviously reading Rich Dad and we're continuing with our kind of financial education. We've mm-hmm. just started watching. I've watched it before, but we're watching it together now. Uh, the, uh, Mike Maloney's Hidden Secrets of Money, where yeah. he talks about your know, gold and silver and the history of, of money, money around the world, it's where it started, how it, uh, how it went and kind of the, the, yeah, the ways in which it is used, I guess, by governments yeah. and so you have to watch it. Hidden Secrets of Money on YouTube by Mark Maloney is an epic, epic sort of crash course on what money is and its history. So really, I would definitely recommend it's that. It's really fascinating. I didn't think I'd be interested. It's actually because it's relevant now to yeah. us and to me. It just, yeah, fascinating stuff. Oh, it's really good. And we're in very different, I feel like maybe it's a cliche to say that at this point. Maybe you'd say it at any point Probably. in history. But I feel like we're at a very unique place financially at the moment uh not not only where we are in, in this country but or just around the world it seems very volatile i mean obviously there's you know if you've if you've paid attention and you are familiar with the world economic forum and the great reset yeah and they're talking about completely revolutionizing <laughs> the global economy and obviously there's a lot of stuff happening around digital identities mm-hmm. and social credit systems mm-hmm. which is pretty terrifying yeah. so a lot of things are kind of changing there's there's also just from a more traditional economic perspective in stock markets and everything, there is a massive stock market bubble. Uh, it's 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 so fascinating. Even going, even going a decade ago, seeing like start, uh, stock market charts, and it's like what they were saying was a huge bubble when the Dow Jones was at like six or eight thousand points or something like that, and now it's up in the it's it was in the mid thirties sort of through the pandemic, mid thirty thousands. It's just absolutely absolutely crazy. And I mean, I don't know all it's the ins and outs, but I listen to people and. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a, there's predictions of a, obviously a recession. Yeah. Pretty much that seems unanimous at this point that it's a recession March, is coming early next not, year, really. early next year. And so that's that uh, could, <clears throat> along with other uh, government, you know, central bank monetary policy, mm. like uh, uh, the continued like rising of interest rates, yeah. increasing of interest rates is going to sort of dry up the amount of money available for spending and all these i'm not gonna i'm not even gonna go no. into it all because oh, I'm, I'm not the expert on it but it's what i sort of listen to and what i'm interested in and that could cause a somewhat of a deflationary impact have a deflationary impact on the on the grander economy so you could see asset prices come down and then again things could change and there could be more stimulus pumped in like they did all that money printing in 2020 and you could see the economy go straight back up and you could see the bubble get even bigger so i don't know i just feel like we're in very unique times and I've heard people talking about their financial advisors and they kind of are a bit, I don't know, they, they from from what like people I've spoken to, they don't seem to really take into account. I, I don't know. They don't seem to go about things in a really different way or look at things from a, in that, I, 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 don't, I don't exactly know. I don't. I just don't have a, a vibe like they're, they're dynamic enough to really 
be a, um, across a lot of these sort of new economic factors. I, I, I don't know. What are you talking about? Just spit it out. Well, I think I really appreciate about this financial advisor that's been recommended. She does things incredibly differently. Yeah. Very alternative way of approaching your your income, yeah. your assets, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I'm, we're going to have to come up with the money. I think and to that's be able to have because a session. are you talking about that's because it, why things are so unique at the moment. Things are changing. Well, things so are changing kind of so rapidly. So I want to try change. and I, I want to go with the change. So yeah. you can't exactly do the same thing. The same <clears throat> yeah. thing doesn't work anymore. I think we've already kind of established that mm. the same things that we've been doing for the last few years it doesn't really work anymore. The system's yeah. kind of breaking down because obviously it it does eventually. Every every kind of system that's been put into place at any point in time in your life or in a, on a bigger scale will break down because something new is going to come change will always come so mm. there's always a cycle so, so it seems like that 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 period yeah yeah i think about. so i think you've probably put it pretty well i'm just i'm trying not to i'm trying not to uh put out there as if i know everything i'm talking about from mm. an economic standpoint no, no but know all of these factors you're and sharing but, information that you've listened to yeah it's not your yeah information that you you're, but I'm trying also not to. Uh, <clears throat> I'm trying to do it justice as well, not say not say the wrong thing, because <laughs> this obviously is not financial advice or anything like that. Well, this yeah, is just this is just not. information that is readily well, if available. Read, if you listen to the podcast, you know that we don't give advice. No, <laughs> <laughs> you just take from it what feels good, and if it doesn't, you just throw it away. So anyway, I'm really excited to hopefully get in get in contact with this new sort of financial advisor, and we can. Uh, go from there, figuring out you know how to approach our, our finances and and different strategies that we can implement for growing our wealth and and yeah, also just just generally um, our way of life, how we want to live and how we want to be, like what our life goals are, and then having a financial strategy to sort of support that. Um, so I'm I'm really excited. So there could be some, you know a few new sort of chapters beginning as well financially for us. They are obviously. <laughs> <laughs> And, yeah, it's going to be really exciting and interesting to see sort of where they go. Cool. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Do, do you have anything to, to add on any of that front? Um, oh, well, it's kind of it's about you, so it's, it's your stuff. Well, let's make it about you. Uh. <laughs> How are you? You seem a little bit flat. Uh, yeah, I'm exhausted. Yesterday was really heavy at the doula. Um. Do you want to talk about not necessarily what we went through with the doula, but any sort of sentiments coming away from it? Uh, I just, because it's funny, I could have kept going. Like if, I mean, we had how many, um, well, it was supposed to be a two-hour session, but we went over like well, three uh, hours, three and a half hours, I think. Yeah. I didn't realise, but, the, you know, there was a lot. I didn't, I didn't know what the, um, the session entailed. And um, she asks very deep, deep questions, very important questions, which I very res- I respect because they're all valid. And her the way she approaches birth and what elements, or other elements of our life, um, impacts what the labor, um, how the labor will be, is fascinating. Mm. And I think, although you know, like, like I said, I'm like, I'm more focused on the pregnancy. I'm not worried about the labour, which is usually the thing that pregnant women will be more concerned about because you're like, oh, my God, the pain, oh, my God, this, oh, my God, this, whatever. But for me, I'm actually really excited for it. I'm more concerned or have my, my worries in the pregnancy part because I know probably unconsciously as well it's kind of coming up now. And yesterday it came up and probably answered a lot of those concerns. Um 
what I need to do to prepare for labor because labor isn't just you push a baby out it's an entire experience it's historical you carry so much so so much energy in that area like she um she was talking about how it's like uh what did she what did she call labor she she's like it's that like an orgasmic experience she goes it's it's the same we experience like when you have when you have sex you know you it's you know obviously the man goes into the woman but this time the the baby's coming out of the woman it's it's this similar it's just you know, it's the convulsions it's the convulsion it, everything yeah. is kind of the same it's this it's very it's um it's very similar and if if not the same kind of energy and uh what do you call it the um like ecstasy kind of feeling that you get that spiritual connection that you get in that in those moments and yeah and then she just asked me asked me questions about specific questions I'm not gonna obviously go into it but it just has me thinking I mean I didn't realize I mean I knew I had trauma for you know um, especially sexual trauma but there are other things other elements that have kind of come up and uh making themselves known and obviously it's good because they're coming up and out mm. so i'm just kind of, i'm going through a period now i'm just allowing everything to kind of come up and out i didn't really sleep well maya again was being she wakes us up at 3 30 just doing her thing so haven't really had a good night's sleep for a little while probably have a nap probably after we finish podcasting yeah i wanted to get up early this, this morning i just could not <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was really heavy day i didn't realize that all of that would actually take a toll, but all of this stuff's coming up and up and up and up and up and I can feel it bubbling up and I have to let it, I have to let it come up and out because there's things that I don't even want to see or hear. There's things that I don't want to know because I never thought that those things could possibly happen or have happened or, yeah, it's just this really, It's it was powerful, but I know it's so necessary. It's really interesting I found with sort of trauma and it's, yeah, obviously sexual trauma and other things like that. <clears throat> she was also talking about the, that I found really interesting. The first sort of period and your what your experience mm. was like having a period and using a tampon and using a tampon that kind of stuff. Also, generally how you how you were when you got your first period mm. too, and the habits I guess that you instilled in yourself to you know you were relatively you're pretty much by yourself right going having this this entirely new experience this new life sort of experience Mm. and and the what how you sort of dealt with that in yourself is something that you've you know potentially locked away somewhere in your psyche somewhere in your unconscious that could potentially play come back out you know during labor during that sort of intensely heightened moment Mm -hmm. of labor yeah she says all those memories can come up all those things and any way you reacted or responded can come up in labor if you had um sexual abuse or any of that that those memories can come up during labor and it can um, prolong the labor and i'm like well i don't want that (laughs) and i that's why i know that i know i've what she said was really interesting um but I noticed when I became pregnant, everything kind of fell away and I knew that I had a responsibility. Everything changed. All my responsibilities changed. Nothing mattered anymore. The only thing that mattered was this pregnancy mm. and how I went through it. And it is 
I know that it's it's a deep, per- another deep personal um, healing experience that I'm going to have with this child, and probably with other my other pregnancies. I don't think this was going to be flawless, but I want to make it as as powerful as I can and as easy as I can, because I know that it's possible. Or if I can heal it all, it'd be great, you know. <laughs> Got six months, why not? Um, <laughs> And she's incredible. She's a wonderful guide. She's also recommended other people as well. To yeah, a bunch support. of recommendations. Yeah. A lot of things are, she's, I'm very excited about. But what I've noticed is, which was really weird because I've, I've kind of been worried about my work, but it, it's kind of second to me right now because I know that there's something more important that I need to deal with. And I just listening to her yesterday and the way she was talking, something was like, this is why. This is why your responsibility to to your body, to this labor, you've wanted to have a, a certain labor and, you know, you want to have a home birth, you want to have it a certain way, you want to ha- make it an experience. It doesn't just happen. Mm. You need to work for it. You need to work on the trauma. you got to work on everything that ha- you – where all the, all the energy and all the trauma you've stored in that area, um, it's time to heal it because it, it's kind of slowly come up. I'd say over the last couple of years, um, certain things have just kind of come up to the surface and I'm like, oh, that's interesting, but I haven't really thought too much about it. And then when we kind of got married and we were kind of talking about ready for kids, I think it was probably around that time when we uh, we started to be like, yeah, it'd be actually amazing to kind of have children and um, to leave a legacy and be parents and all of that. And I think... That decision again, it's like what you wish for. You kind of, when you start thinking, and I start thinking about I want a home birth, and you start actually thinking about the whole process, all of that will come up because that's that's what's required. You know, you have you're birthing a child, you're birthing in that area, that area is now um, is needing to be used. That, that's you know, <laughs> so with all this stuff that's kind of coming up that came up yesterday and that's kind of still coming up <laughs> this morning. And will continue to, um, which I'm not afraid of it. I, but I'm. I want to learn how to navigate it in the healthiest way possible, so that I can have the healthiest pregnancy, but also uh, pregnancy and labor, so that I can heal these parts of myself. So I can kind of free myself from the restriction and the pain and whatever else that I don't know about things that I've been blocking away, things that I've been numbing my body to. Because I don't know where they've come from, you know. But the, when we were just, as she was asking unique questions, I started to think a little bit more. And I didn't realise. I was like, yeah, well, I have actually have not had wonderful experiences in, in certain things. Or, yeah, that actually happened. Uh, and then something out, a memory would have come up. Or it, it's incredible how much we actually store in our bodies. And that's just one area of our body. Do you think it's a similar... Is it the same center that's involved in all this as as what is involved with your creativity? Well, I think so. Yeah. So it's the it's not it's the sacral center. The sacral center is creativity. It's your movement. I've, I've my creativity gets stunted at at a point, and mm. I don't know why. I know I need to use my creativity because I I know I know what I've got, but I'm I have no idea how to use it. But I think unlocking this and doing this work is really going to help that too so it's not just going to help for the labor it's going to help me with my work as well with whatever it is that i'm meant to do 
and with my just creativity for me to just be uh, be able to just open up in, when I'm sitting down and creating, whether it's a garment, whether it's a piece of art, whether it's anything really, anything creative for myself. You also, uh, you listen to a, a really interesting economic astrologer. Financial uh, astrologer. Financial astrologer. And some of the stuff I was saying obviously was very, very bang on with, I mean, what, what's happening like if you've been paying attention like yeah. no, none of what he was saying is any surprise whatsoever mm-hmm. in terms of the global economy the trends i sort of just m- mentioned some before yeah. when i was talking about the sort of direction that we're going in none of it's surprising at all if you've been paying attention and after that i think you, you listened to one that was more specific to you like a kind of reading for yourself right mm. and you said that it's it's a very high possibility or it's it's looks according to your chart like from that sort of march point onwards you're in a new phase of your work Mm. right of your inspiration something like that yeah some kind of creative expansion yeah some expansion in work obviously home and and yeah after may it's like oh um possible children expansion of family expansion (laughs) of home and i'm like well yeah i'm pregnant so (laughs) i'm due in july (laughs) and it's also interesting that because it was a march thing yeah Mm. what was the what was the march what was in march Um, or from march it was it was as if like things are going to start moving or taking off with your uh with your career um or work or whatever your kind of intention is in that area. Um, it also welcomes um, a connect- connections like uh, something about my 11th house, um, building network. Because the, the reason I, I say that it's interesting is because March at this point is it's basically the time that oh, we will recession. move. Oh, no. the move. Yeah, yeah. No, right. not even the recession. I've taken yeah, that out of sorry. it. Yeah, sorry. I just wanted to set up to say that you were listening to that thing. To that, yeah, okay. To that sorry. astrology. Sorry. And then you sort of went into a more personalized one. Yeah. And March yeah, is around moved. the time we move from here. Right? Yeah. It's, it's not the, it's, it's very, it's, it's hard to really get something consistently happening here because of just the, it's, there's it's, so many different variables here that there's so little control we kind of have over the overall environment mm. that we don't know if at one point we're going to be called away to do something yeah. or you know, have to go help with this or go and do that. You yeah. interrupted. There's interruptions constantly. So it's not the easiest environment to really sit Start down and focus. And, and, yeah, on one thing and yeah, dedicate. Uh, we've, we've been interrupted constantly, even while we've been I in here recording. <laughs> like there's times, like, there's probably so many episodes over the last few weeks where you just there's been like a cut in there. You've yeah. noticed a cut in the editing <laughs> <laughs> because it's just we get interrupted. People are knocking on the door. Like, even so, though we, uh, we put up a sign yeah, and everything. It's, it's, not the, it's not the easiest <laughs> okay. environment to really get something going. But anyway, from from March essentially, that's when we're, we're pretty much moving into the new space. Yeah. At this point, that's what we've got scheduled. That's what the schedule is. Yeah. And so it was interesting how that was also roughly sort of around the time that it looks like things start happening for you. And we've even said numerous times throughout this podcast as well that it's like once we move out, once we get into our own space, it feels like that's when things are going to kind of yeah. – our wings are going to really be able to spread and we can yeah. actually fly on something. Because well, we've got the time to, we've got the space to. And I think it's kind of like when you move out of home after you get married, you know, mm. you go to your house and that kind of thing. It's kind of like what it feels like. Obviously, we've needed to go through whatever it is between the, between this year, yeah. you know, since we got married, um, to really, I don't know, be prepared for for to, to to begin our life together, to begin our family, to begin our work, um, our financial freedom, our independence, and all of that. I think 
I absolutely um, – I, I did cross my mind when I was listening yesterday. I'm like, yeah, well, we'll be moving in March. and But that doesn't mean I'm going to wait for March. No, no. So that's what – when you hear – when you're listening to astrologers and that kind of thing, it just doesn't mean to sit on your ass and wait for it. It means what do you need to do in order to make it happen. And that's why there is no coincidence, and I know that now that um, we're still here. Well, for, for my probably – for me more so than you because um, it's my family home. So <clears> – <throat> Um, there's still a lot of things, um, things that I need to kind of cl- clear up and heal um, for my own, for myself. No one else needs to um, know, but it's my personal experience that um, I need to obviously do this kind of healing. And then, yeah, I think that in the third trimester of the pregnancy as well, uh, we'll be in the um, we'll be in the other house. Um, we see the doula again in February, so before we move, we're going to go back up there. So there's. There are there's there's still what two months, two two months of healing, and it's kind of like the other two months that we've gone through it when we were at Pasco Vale. Now we're going to be another two months for me as well to be doing some deep deep healing, mm. and it's good because I now know what I need to do. Okay. Whereas before I was kind of before we were saying that saw the doula, I'm like I'm just going to say doula because I have no idea where to start. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to focus on. How to be. My, my days were kind of like, okay, I'll exercise, just do like a 10, 15-minute exercise. Um, and then just I've been reading Rich Dad, so it's kind of filled my day, which is good. And then, you know, just another thing, but I haven't known exactly what it is that I need to do for the pregnancy because the baby's fine. I'm eating. <laughs> I, feel, I feel fine. And it's just I know that there's something that I need to focus on a little bit more, <clears throat> and it's not necessarily my work. My work's going to come. That's fine. Like I absolutely know that. I know that it's going it, to – because I feel it. Because every time I focus on it, it's just like it's not something that you need to force and focus on at the moment. Let, let, it, come, let it come to you. So I <clears throat> now that I know that the next two months is something for me to, to do more, <laughs> more deep reflection and healing um, on, I'm very – I'm actually grateful that I have now something that I can, yeah, uh, work on for myself. It's specific. Mm-hmm. I now know exactly what I need to do in order to have a healthy pregnancy and a healthy birth, um, healthy labor, and an ex- the experience that I want. And I know that it, or doing this work will clear so much. And when we do move in March, I absolutely believe that things are going to open up because we move out of this space and I would have, will have healed it. Mm. I will have healed that, that which as much as possibly uh, possibly can. I don't think it ever goes away. I don't think it's just going to end and that be it. I'm sure other th- you know, there are other things I need to work on for the rest of my life when it comes to family, as we all do. Um, but specifically, it has not been any coincidence that we're still here. And I know that now. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Mm. Because also, I know we were saying in the couple of episodes ago about the astrology stuff, but we, we were becoming very reliant. Oh, uh, no, we were saying it in the in last episode, in the 100th episode, very, very reliant on the tarot and the astrology and everything to yeah. essentially tell yeah. us what to do. To tell us what to do. Like, yeah. tell us what to do. I don't know what to do. Become my guide. Take me by the hand. Yeah. Grab me. You know, we weren't carving our own path at that point. We were becoming very reliant and dependent yeah. upon messages and, and anything we could get that would yeah. essentially point us in a certain direction. We'd go, okay, thank God, let's go that way then. Yeah. Instead of us going, this is what I want to do. And 
let's go and do it. So, you know, it's not to, it's not falling into the same kind of trap with this type of thing to go, okay, I'm aware of the, you know, this is what it's saying. This is what this is saying astrologically or uh, this is, this is what I've, I've heard. This was a, a, an astrological, um, uh, what do you call it? Like not prophecy, um, uh, oh my God, what's it called when you like project into the future? Prediction. Prediction. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus. This is an astrological prediction. Prediction, yeah. And <laughs> energetically. And, and so, and now you get to go, okay, cool. That's that's happening in the future. That's going to happen. That's, uh, you know, regardless of whatever I do, it's like, no, you still have to put no. some work in. And so it's obviously been very helpful to have had this experience yesterday with the doula, which, yeah, Absolutely. she asked a lot of the right questions, yeah. very deep questions. Yeah. Questions that I mean, we've definitely contemplated together, so we had readily available answers. But yeah. I think it was also the experience of sharing that depth yeah. with somebody else, else who is his whose job is to listen to it. Yeah, you know, it's and not to the accept same it as and respect it, and work a, with it. Yeah, it's it's not the same as having some like a friend who's yeah, who's just sure. sort of asking the question for your general well being. Mm. This is like there is a, a genuine purpose to me asking these questions, and I'm because I am invested help. in understanding you yeah. and your answers to these. These particular questions so it's a very different experience when you've got you've got a questioner that's whose role it is to to soak up everything that kind of comes out absolutely and that's i think shifted some things yeah sounds. yeah it has um as well it's funny because um nothing was said for january february in the astrology thing she said from um she just said from march most of the time from all of them so i'm like okay so January, I'm like, oh, it would have been really helpful to know, you know, like obviously that kind of slipped in. Yeah. But I was like, no. I was like, because you're not meant to know everything. We're not meant to know everything. So, and this is, now I understand why most astrologers don't actually do their own predictions. Mm. They don't actually project. They don't do their own predictions for the month or the year. Or like, There's one of the, um, I don't know what her name is, I think Delena. Uh, she's on Moon Matters podcast. And she's like, I don't do my own transits. Because I, I, for me personally, it distracts me and stops mm. me from. She goes, I'm happy to do it for you know others, and if yeah. people want to plan their life that way, you know, that's absolutely fine. Like it's use very useful. But she goes, for me personally, it it distracts me, and I miss the magic of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for you sure. know, you start actually, and I'm now understanding that, and I've had to have that experience. We both did, because it is useful. It is very useful to kind of give you, uh, something to at least work toward or focus on being like okay how can i make it happen instead of it going it's going to happen being like how can i make it happen if it wasn't even in my stars how can i make it happen and what will i do now in order to to make or to create that experience so i can free myself liberate myself or you know have that inspiration what what do i need to do prepare myself for for that or for whatever it is that you're you're intending yeah so um, I'm so aware of my, like, the tension and the anxiety in my voice because, <laughs> uh, like, listening yesterday to the podcast, I'm like, oh, I was saying I'm so calm now and everything, but I'm like, yeah, you get shaken up again. And I think that's what yesterday was anyway. So, um, but, yeah, so the January, February weren't, there was nothing in there. And I'm like, yeah, because it's for you to do. It's for yeah. you to figure out. This is for you to now work on you're independent it's not you're not doing this for someone else you can't possibly do this for how you know it doesn't yeah. work that way the only way you can create this aspect or this um, energy that's coming in march perhaps 
you need to do the work. You need to figure it out. You need to trust yourself to know the answers or to have or to make these decisions along the way. Being like, this is what I need to work on. This is the next thing that I'm going to do today. Today I'm going to do this so that I can navigate. I'm going to go and see this person so I can heal whatever this is. I'm going to this, this, this. Like it, it's about that. It's about me making my own personal decision, my own independent decisions. So instead of just trusting that everything's just going to happen, hands up well, and being you, like, yep, it's coming. If you believe that you've got free will, well, then nothing's set in stone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. now, free will, the idea of free will completely abolishes any idea of that kind of yeah. determined outcomes, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things that I was grappling with when it comes to astrology. And I think it's the the those fundamental questions of determinism versus free will. It's yeah. like- from an astrological perspective, does that imply that there isn't there is no free will? If you can make these sort of predictions and say this is what you're going to be experiencing at this point, well then okay, is that going to happen regardless of the choices I make? And if it's something's going to happen regardless of whatever choice you make, well, does that essentially mean that, that your choices, what you perceive to be choices, are they actually choices at all? Or are you always going to make those mm-hmm. choices so that you could essentially experience that particular outcome? But if you believe that you've got free will, and I think we do, yeah. well then ultimately it's up to you whether or not you experience that. Absolutely. And what happens, how you feel your January and February is probably going to be significantly more important than what you're experiencing in March Absolutely. because that's the whole lead up to it. The whole so, lead up. Like it is, like my pregnancy is much more important to me than the labor hmm. because the labor, it, it will happen. And it, and a lot of women just say the moment it goes, the, the baby comes out and that's it and it's, done, and it's done and you have this experience and it's the quickest thing. But, you know, the whole lead up. It's like I want to enjoy the pregnancy. I want to be able to do because that's the most time. And I'm like I want to be able to really experience and be in that labor and feel it and remember it and have that experience that I I have in my mind, I have in my body. My body wants it. I can feel that my body wants it. And because my body wants it, I know what I need to do. I know that I need to actually make that happen. But in order to make that happen, I need to work on myself. I need to work and clear the trauma, the the fears, the stagnant energy. I need to open myself up. I need to be vulnerable. I need to expand. I need all of this stuff that I need to do. And I and that's going to take a lot of effort. That's going to take a lot of my attention. But I have time. I don't have just the one like, you know, one minute. <laughs> well, each moment almost becomes an end in itself, and this is sort of what, uh, well, again, reading reading the uh, the way of the Superior Man book, where it was sort of talking about that kind of sentiment that the, the each moment sort of becomes an end in itself. Mm. If you're waiting for some particular end to occur, oh, this future time when this happens, then life's going to be better. When when I achieve this, then you know my everything's going to change. Yeah. And how many times in our own lives have we have we wanted to do something and then we've done it and then gone, well, what now? Yeah. Again, like you said, before you know it, the pregnancy is going to be finished and we're going to have a baby and then yeah. the pregnancy is done. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, like yeah, this no, whole no. this whole moment, this whole building up, this crescendo so and then this, this climactic moment and then all of a sudden it's, it's gone. Yeah. You know, it, it's all gone. And, and then to avoid being left with that hollow feeling of, of what next kind of thing. I mean, obviously at the end of the pregnancy, it's what yeah, next? Obviously, well, obviously you're a parent now. Parent, yeah. But you know, uh, for you when you went to Iceland and, uh, yeah, what now kind of thing and, and numerous other experiences that we've both had mm. with that achieving, okay, what now? It's not as it's not as uh, incredible as I thought it was going to be. It's not yeah. what I thought it was going to be and so you kind of get left with that that melancholic kind of depression afterwards going, well, fuck, you know, mm. so much of my life was tailored towards achieving this particular moment. Yeah. And, and you know, I was so focused on this moment now back then that I probably, like you're saying now, didn't appreciate what I was actually going through in the process. Yeah. 
And so it kind of seems like the another way you can kind of look at it instead of looking at your purpose as such to be wholly tied to a particular outcome, mm-hmm. but also but look at how you can actually integrate purpose in each moment as it comes so that each moment is the fullest moment that you can possibly actually experience yeah. so that you become satisfied. It's it's like every moment that you are the most you and you're you're fulfilling the most purpose, each moment becomes that a little, a, a goal that you've achieved. Yeah. Each moment becomes an achievement for you achievement, and each yeah. moment becomes a full, a full manifestation of you as a person and you as in your process and what you're trying to do yeah. so that that way you are fulfilled in every process, right. every single, that it, it's like, yeah, you're yeah. constantly achieving each each moment, each second that you're alive, and you're drawing breath because mm-hmm. you are you, and you're you're having an experience, and that the satisfaction and the fulfillment comes in manifesting yourself in each moment yeah. and coming into being each moment, yeah. rather than just focusing on one particular event in the year, yeah, or in the future, in the future some at some point, yeah. and just hoping that it's going to be great, or having this image in your head, and not actually acting on it, like doing your day to day stuff, but just having like, oh yeah, you know, it's visualization is very important, but you got to m- match it and meet it with a- with action. Mm. You got to align yourself with it, and that's what happens. Um, I was going to say something before with the astrology and the tarot when you said you know we've been it's like yeah when you pull cards and you're like oh yeah we're gonna have this kind of day and that kind of day and it's like the free will that's right when you're talking about free will and it's like what is it gonna happen anyway it's like it does but how how much of it it happens is like how intense and how uh how intense the experience and how amazing the experience or how horrible the experience is, well, it's all up to you. If you ignore it, if you're like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, I didn't really feel that. I didn't really, you know, kind of go about that. Or, But other times when we'd pull cards and we'd, when we'd meet it with action, like, yes, okay, I'm going to have this kind of day. Right. You know what? What do I need to do? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And you, we actually have that. And you're like, oh, my gosh, these totally matched the card today. Mm. It all happened. And then sometimes like, oh, it didn't really kind of affect me that much. And, you know, it was like, eh. Or throughout the year i think it was um our, year, our month cards cards and i think i think it was from january to march maybe may the they were kind of like neither here nor there we didn't really feel that but after that because of the cards got more intense but because we weren't working toward it it was kind of we made it created the negative and mm-hmm. because we we're trying to move away from it like no we don't want the negative part of the card like this is the whole um the the knight of swords and the knight of wands thing for me it's like I was I didn't want the Knight of Swords, except somehow I manifested it because I was still focusing on it. I was focusing on not doing it, but I was still focusing on it. Mm. I was still focusing on that road. I wasn't focusing on maybe just relaxing and embracing the the passion and the fire of the Knight of Wands. So it's like you do you do get to choose. You absolutely get to choose. You have free will. It but you get to choose what kind of uh, how intense that in, that situation is going to be. So it's not it it it's hard because it's like if you're paying attention and you're the more in alignment you become with yourself and your energy and what you want and match it and meet it with action the more you're going to create it like with you and the finance this financial course that you want to you want to do and it's like as soon as you open yourself up to it and you're going to put it out there and you know and your heart's telling you you want to do it and your body knows and it's responding and then you and then you're opening yourself up to these opportunities that's going to that's going to impact how you respond to it. You're going to be like, yeah, actually, you could be in fear. You could be like, oh, I don't think I'm ready for it. 
that you're like, nah, I'm ready. I want to do this. This is actually, it, it, I feel like I'm actually um, of service. I It fulfills me because I, I just love doing this work and all these other things that ticks all these other boxes. But you've chosen mm. to have that experience, not another experience. Being like, mm, oh, maybe I'll wait until we have more money or, you know, we, we always have a choice. Mm. You know, regard, like I, I don't think that we don't, we don't. I think we always do. Because you know how sometimes when you know you should do something or your, in, your intuition is like, mm, do it. Yes, do it. But the fear is stronger and you're like, no. Nah. You will always remember those moments being like, I knew, I knew that I should have done it because I had that inkling, the gut feeling told me yes or no, depending on what your gut's telling you at that moment. And you either miss out, but it's not missing out and it's not losing. You actually learn from those experiences. Like, okay, we'll try again because that moment's gone. It's in the past. Let's keep moving forward. But yesterday when all these things from yesterday of the conversation were coming up, I started to, like, obviously my body started to contract. I started getting a bit anxious and all of that. But then I started to think, okay, but that was in the past and I want to heal, heal for my future. So I'm going to, how can I let it go? How can I forgive it? How can I already make way to move forward rather than, just constantly sticking to the past. That's what happened. That's what happened. That's what happened. Oh my God. That's what happened. It's like, instead I'm going to be like, all right, well, I'm going to need to meet this, this situation. And I'm going to have to stand up tall to it. And I'm going to have to open myself up to it and find a way to accept that, that it was the situation and that was the circumstance or that was the, whatever it was. And I'm going to use it as strength to move forward and say thank you, but I no longer need you, and letting it go somehow or finding a way to heal it. And that might be done, I don't know, in my own time or it could be done with, you know, obviously going to see someone about it and moving forward. So I'm, I kind of pivoted away from it and started to think about my future. What, what would healing this do for me and the pregnancy and the baby, but what would it do for me? And then I started to actually open up a little bit more, more faith that things are going to be okay, that something's going to come in terms of my work, my creativity. Um, or that you're going to be able to make something come. I'm going to, yeah, but yeah. I'm going to be open myself up to it and, yeah. yeah, create create a different future for myself and not keep having, not continue to have this restriction on me, this trauma on me. Like, no, I have to, I have to move forward from this. Because if I don't, I'm not going to have the pregnancy and the labor that I want, first of all. Second of all, I don't know how long this is going to prolong my creativity and my work because it has for so long and it all intertwines and it all interlinks. So there is things that I need to do and I've already, like last night, and actually I think I fell asleep after I it just was it – was, it wasn't a long – I wasn't sitting there for that long, but yeah. Okay. You're going through it last night? Yeah, when it was coming up because yeah, right. I woke up in the middle of the night because Maya was scratching. Yeah. And then, yeah, the everything kind of came up and I was like, okay, well, I need to I need to pivot. I need to see the future without this. So I want to he- find a way to heal it. And I do need help with it because I have no idea where to start. But And I know it's going to be good for both of us and it's going to be good for the baby obviously and it's it's birth and then it's going to be good for my work and it's going to be good for everything else that follows 
Absolutely. Obviously, the more that you can shed, uh, you know, from and, and uh, slide out from under the yoke of the past, you know, I think that the more you prepare or you allow yourself to yeah. take charge of your future. Yeah. Kind of thing. So you're no longer, you know, moving through life with one hand, you know, holding the baggage <laughs> that's that's pulling you, yeah. that's dragging you back, right? That's right. You can you free both hands up to start to mould mm. the future into what it is that what you'd you like it to be. That's right. So And that takes work. Yes. So <laughs> it seems. Anyway, we will leave it there, I think. I'll just yep. say quickly I'll probably just say at this point that we probably won't have an episode Monday. Monday, yeah, on uh, Wednesday. We'll let it be. We'll, we'll let that be just like we let uh, the last Monday go. Yeah. So we'll be back on Wednesday just because obviously Sunday's New Year's New Year's Day. Yeah. So we might just just enjoy enjoy having the day, and then we'll go. We'll be back next week Wednesday Friday, and then it'll just be normal from that point back to Wednesday uh, Monday Wednesday Friday. Yeah. So I'll just say that now, just so we're upfront, <clears throat> rather than going, yeah, no, we'll be there Monday and then change our mind. Let's no, just, I don't think we're going to be there Monday. Yeah. It was for our um, overseas listeners as well, their New Year's is a day after anyway. Mm. So, yeah, Wednesday is probably perfect. Yeah, sounds good. Wonderful. So that's that's going to be that. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, in the meantime, have a very wonderful New Year. Yes. May 2023 bless you and bring you more abundance, more wealth and more, more joy, knowledge. more knowledge, more power. More power. And may we all sieve through the experience of the last year and take from it the golden nuggets that are inherently embedded in our experience mm-hmm. and may it fuel us going forward as deeper, stronger, wiser people and more empowered individuals so that we can continue to craft for ourselves the future that we'd, we'd like. Yeah. Let's make 2023 what we want it to be. Let's not be... Uh, Let's not be victims of, of circumstance or situation. Let's stay powerful. Yeah. So may 2023 bring that for for all of us mm. and may we usher it in beautifully uh, with this New Year's Eve. Mm. And with 2022, don't think you have to end it with a bang and it has to be this amazing, yes, we're going to, oh, my gosh, finish it and get everything, like fill it in, pack it in. Just allow yourself to rest allow yourself to just reflect allow yourself to slow down and peacefully transition into the next year i've got so many (laughs) things on my instagram being like oh pack it in pack it in pack the year in with all this stuff and it does work for some people are on that and they're like yes i want this and this and this i've got a few couple of things i want to kind of achieve but if don't think that that's what you need to do i heard um i think i shared i think i might even share it again on my story um there was a beautiful woman who said, just just be, allow, just flow into the next year. Just be peaceful. <clears throat> just find that peace within yourself and just be find something to be grateful for, those nuggets. Yeah. Because there are nuggets. Oh, yeah, there's so many. There are so many nuggets. There's so many. And, uh, yeah, time for reflection, excitement and moving forward. And, yes, there's a lot that's happening externally and in the, in the big, wide, scary world out there. Uh, but there's only so much that's within our control. So mm-hmm. let's let's keep focused locally on our own situations and how we can continue to improve ourselves and strengthen ourselves mm-hmm. so that whatever the external world throws at us, we're, we're absolutely ready to meet it. And that's what that's what we're going to be focused on. So mm-hmm. and that's what we're going to try and continue to provide as far as content is concerned for us and going forward for, for anyone listening, uh, you know, into 2023. Really excited. Mm-hmm. Let it be a big year. Let it be a great year. Let it be the best mm-hmm. year yet. Yeah. Amen. Amen to that. 
<clears throat> so if you want to get in touch with us, our email address is itppc at protonmail.com. So you can shoot us a message if you're interested in what I've been talking about with my personal uh, budgeting, the spreadsheet stuff. If you want to if you want me to work, start your new year. If you would like to work with me, <laughs> hey, start your new year off with a nice, uh, nice uh, budget. new budget uh, template, new, new financial structure. Uh, yeah, please, please do not hesitate to get in touch with me, and we can we'll organise something, whether it's over Zoom uh, or face to face, if you're close enough to, or if we're close enough. Then yeah, we'll, we'll make something happen. But get in touch if you're interested. If not, if you want to, if you want to get in touch about any of the podcast content, um, yeah. If you want to just say hello, just please feel free to get in touch. We'd love that. My uh, Instagram, if you want to just DM me directly, is logan.d.gray. And my Instagram is yuja.gray. So, yes, yes, feel free to get in touch. Yes. I love you. I love you. Let's have a blessed day. Yes.